I am super excited to have you back for another episode of Red Receipt. It's a deep dive into the how and why of the brands we love and the creatives behind them. From blueprints to launch day, customers as community, and the detours in between. Big lessons and easy listening. Red Receipt is hosted by Antidote, the email and SMS marketing agency by people who hate boring email. Today on the show, we welcome Shelby Ondras, the founder of clean luxury skincare brand, Shelby Naturals. When her search for holistic skincare products that catered to sensitive skin, persistent breakouts, and premature aging failed to deliver, she created her own. Shelby joins us today to talk about how she got her start creating products that solve a deeply personal problem, sourcing sustainable ingredients, and building an authentic brand through YouTube. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. Where are you based out of? So I'm based in Canada. So I'm actually very close to Toronto. So I'm just outside of the city. And are you from are you from that area originally? I am. So I was originally born actually in Toronto and I've always been here. I moved to the US for a little bit and uh decided to move back. So <laughs> And uh and what what was your what were you doing before launching the brand? Yeah, so I was working as a holistic nutritionist. I had recently graduated and I was always on this hunt for finding whatever solution I could for my own acne. I had really bad acne, just a lot of health issues in terms of like hormone imbalances and just was always looking for solutions. That's what led me to become a nutritionist. And then it's what led me to start Shelby Naturals. Were you, um, you said you, that led you to become a nutritionist. Were you trying to solve the health issues that you had and even like the acne with food at first? Yeah. So I started trying with my internal health and of course, super important. Uh, can't just focus on your skin with skincare, but uh, that's where I started out. My mom was always into health and she was telling me, you need to look on the inside. You need to change your diet. And although I never really had a very crappy diet, I ate pretty well. I had um, just a lot of I found out that I had a lot of detoxing to do and a lot of dietary improvements that could definitely be made. So that's where it all, it all began. Um, and then what, what, how did like, how did you initially start the brand? Were you planning at the time to launch something on your own, like a product based business, or was this like a random happenstance situation? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say sort of random and then also planned. I've always known I wanted to be an entrepreneur and do my own thing, have my own business. So that was always just what I wanted to do since a young age, actually. Um, And what I had started off by doing is actually making shampoo when I was like 16. And I was just really dabbling into like essential oils and botanicals and different like carrier oils. And it was always my passion to make personal care, but I never 
thought that I would get into skincare or that it would become, you know, my full-time job in a business. So that's where the, the random happening came in. I wouldn't say so much random. I never planned on it, but because of my skin issues and just searching for a solution in that skincare world, all the conventional skincare failed me. And I knew um, that there definitely must be something out there that can help my skin that's natural. So, What, what made you originally start making you said it was shampoo. Yeah. So I started with shampoo. Like how did you even start doing that at such a young age? So (laughs) I started researching. I started reading. I started ordering these books. I would go and take my mom's books and just start, you know, reading through these health hacks. And I started with using hilarious, but like coconut milk, and then my hair was just all greasy. It was a big disaster. And I was like, oh, I got this is terrible. And um, and then I was going back and forth. I was just like, okay, I'm using shampoo. This is too much. And then I started to just play with different ingredients and find out different percentages, really just a ton of research and like trial and error. And I came up with a really good formula actually for the hair, but I didn't end up going through with it. And I actually don't even make shampoo anymore because it was just so much work. And I decided uh, I wanted to focus my energy elsewhere on the skin. So, and and so, you were exploring products like mainly for the solutions that you wanted to find for your skin. At that point, did you know that you were going to launch the products as a brand, or or were you still just trying to solve issues and what? What were, I'll just add like five questions into one. What were some of the shortfallings or shortcomings of the skincare products that were out there that weren't helping? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I'll start by, by saying that I decided to get into skincare and start dabbling in it and start um, just playing with ingredients and whatnot, maybe like when I was 18. So like a couple years after my little shampoo endeavor, (laughs) business endeavor that I never really decided to go ahead with. That's when I really started to just create products for myself because I was having such a hard time finding skincare that worked for my skin that helped with the acne and the scarring and, you know, all of the redness and all the inflammation and everything. So uh, what really uh, let me down, I would say in the conventional world is uh, just I went to so many dermatologists, so many skin specialists, acne specialists. I tried proactive. I tried like every anything I could find that was like marketed towards acne and clear skin and finding relief for that. My last thing that I was not really wanting to do was Accutane. That was like my last resort. And I never ended up doing it. Thank goodness. I've just heard bad things from friends who've done it, but um, that's really what led me to go back into the natural world. I kind of teetered between like conventional and using, you know, the skincare brands that were just really well marketed, like proactive and going through the dermatologist route and trying antibiotic topicals, prescriptions for my skin, just finding a lot of disappointment there. And then I went back to the natural world after I found out uh, that all the ingredients that I was putting on my face was not really what I want to be putting on my face. 
I started to read the labels and I was like, I don't, I can't even read half of these things. Like what's in this? What am I putting on my face? Started researching <laughs> and wish I did it because I discovered, wow, this stuff is not good for the, for the skin or the body. You know, when you apply stuff, it goes right in your body. Your skin is your largest organ. And I just started connecting all the dots. So. It's so interesting because I, I feel like I've had conversations around skincare, like natural skincare, but even thinking about like the um, dermatologist area and like all of this prescription, like drugs that they, that are like involved in solving skin issues. Um, what, what were some of the ingredients that were, that I'm, I'm curious, like, what were some of the things that you were like shocked by specifically yeah. in the ingredients? That's a great question. It was mainly the preservatives. It wasn't so much the active ingredients. So products have active ingredients. So for example, like a topical antibiotic gel, like tetracycline it would have the antibiotic is like the active ingredient and then it would have all the preservatives and that's usually where you find a lot of the junk and there was like formaldehyde and there's different ingredients that actually they're super long <laughs> to say uh, tongue twisters but they release formaldehyde into a product and formaldehyde is used to embalm you know people who've passed away and it's just a very toxic chemical to the liver and it's not something you want to be putting on your skin. So that was one thing that when I found out, you know, that was in the cream I was using, freaked me out because it was like, okay, I don't want to be putting this on my skin or in my body if it's, you know, going to cause cancer, or going to cause adverse effects later on down the road. So that's what really opened my eyes. I would say that was like one of the scariest ingredients. And it just was really like baffling to me that it's in so many products and it's disguised under so many names and it has so many different uses but mainly to preserve a product but uh that's when I really uh just had a wake-up call like oh wow this is crazy this is like in a cream I use every day you know so and and what was your experience like once you started experimenting with with natural ingredients like I'm curious to uh, juxtapose the two paths. I mean, you, you yourself had issues like skin issues that you were trying to solve. Yeah. So it actually started off rough. Uh, <laughs> when I started <laughs> trying natural products, a lot of them were just like the ones marketed for acne and the ones that I had just first happened to come up, you know, upon were, you know, smelly, they're just kind of like natural, like tree bark kind of <laughs> smells like tea tree. I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this. And at the time I was studying, um, well, I was studying science, so chemistry, and um, I was also starting my uh, nutrition degree and studying nutrition. And I have a very, um, like I like to know the science behind a product and how it works. And for me, it was just like, I don't know about this natural stuff. And I wasn't against natural at all. I knew just how much it had helped my body going and trying a more holistic lifestyle. And that's why I was getting into that um, area of expertise. But 
I just was like, I don't know how these products are, you know, supposed to be clearing my skin and how they work. And so I started to ask a lot of questions and that's what's really started the research. And it actually started me from moving away from products um, and trying to make my own because when I really started, I just asked all the questions like what, where does this essential oil come from and what makes this better than that? And I started to realize that a lot of natural products that it wasn't just conventional products that had, you know, the chemicals and the things you don't want to put on your skin. There's natural products that also have ingredients that, you know, aren't sourced well, they're not very high quality, and they can cause skin issues too. So I started to realize, okay, so there's problems in, you know, conventional skincare, and there's problems in natural. So how can I create a solution, really? And, and what was, what was, what were some of the main differences? And, uh, and are the main differences of the product that you created? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so the product that I created, I wanted the ingredients to be, first off, you could read what was actually in the product and understand it. Um, for me, that was really important for my um, customers to be able to recognize things or be able to just quickly do a search online and figure out, oh, I know what this is. This looks, you know, like a living fruit or a living plant, you know, not some crazy ingredient whipped up in the lab that I don't know the effects or the interactions of it. That was one of the main things I wanted to do. And then I wanted to work with specific ingredients that I found. I studied the skin and just our skin's composition. So I wanted to pick these certain botanical ingredients, essential oils and carrier oils that worked well with all skin types. So it worked to balance the skin because we all have the same skin composition. We just have different, uh, we're all individual and just have different like genetics and predispositions and just we totally different ways of life. So I wanted to blend that knowledge of the skin and with the ingredients and create a product that not only helped with inflammation like acne and eczema and things like that, but also helped with aging. Because I found that um, for me, myself, my concerns were always um, acne, inflammation, and then I wanted something that was going to help prevent against aging, obviously, and help with repairing the skin, like the scarring and skin damage that I had, especially after using all those antibiotics and drying <laughs> products. So my skin was basically a wreck. So that was also um, a key player. And I, one thing um, that I really changed my, I guess my life really, and just my whole knowledge of acne and skincare was using oils. I always thought, oh, oil, stay away from oil. Like it's going to make your skin worse. My skin was already oily. Like, <laughs> oh, it's a disaster. So I was like, oh, I'm definitely not using oil. And all my dermatologists were always saying, oh, don't use oil, oil free all the way. So that's why I just never oh, stay away. But I had started to um, study under an aromatherapist and was just mentored by some like uh, scientists and people who formulate cosmetics, formulators, and um, they were telling me, oh, you know, you should look into actually um, these specific types of oil and how beneficial they are for the skin. And I was just like, what, are you guys crazy? Like, I'm not using oil. And I started to just dabble into it and just notice like my skin improved so quickly. So that's one thing I wanted with Shelby Naturals was to base our entire line off of just really high quality carrier and essential oils. 
because with oils it can they can go rancid quickly and there's there's they can be produced like anything cheaply and can really cause a lot of issues in the skin if they're not produced right so that was another thing i wanted my products to be really pure and high quality and um yeah is that why a lot of um dermatologists and like traditional I don't even know what to call it. Skin skin advisors would tell you to yeah. stay away from oils is because they're the products that they might suggest with oil included in the formulas is so cheap, cheaply manufactured or impure. You know, that's what I was always under the impression of was because, oh, like stay away from oils because, you know, they're not high quality but I was actually seeing an esthetician and a dermatologist. And um, this was when I was actually um, learning about oil. And I, I was just asking them their opinion, even though I was already making my own opinion about oil. I started to like really good quality oil, but I wanted to know what they wanted to say. And they were still on the fence about, yeah, oil doesn't matter what kind, doesn't matter what quality. It's just not good to use because you have oily skin. Um, if you had dry skin, it would be great, but they kind of put me in this category of oily skin and uh, my skin type, essentially. And uh, one thing I discovered is that my skin was just always changing. Like it would be oily and then in the summer it would be, you know, um, oily and dry and then winter it would be super dry and Canada is freezing. <laughs> and so I was just always confused because they were like, oh, you're oily and, you know, but you can use oil if you're dry. So for me, it was just always like, what? Like, like, you know, my skin's always changing. I don't think, and with Shelby Naturals, I wanted to kind of go away from uh, the common knowledge and thought of, you know, you're this specific skin type. This is what you are for the rest of your life. And it's like, it's not true because our skin changes on so many variables. It's like our diet, where we're living, um, our stress levels, the weather, so you can't just put fit somebody in a category and say, you know, this is what you got to do. The skin really always changes. And what I like about oils is that there's oils that work with all of those changes and um, can work for everybody. So what was it like launching the brand? Like, how did you how did you originally launch the brand? And Yeah. And what was that experience like? Yeah. So we launched four years ago in November, actually. And I just wanted to start small. I always believed that um, with a high quality product and I was formulating and I still do um, formulate the products myself. Now I have a little team, which is exciting and I'm thankful for, but at the beginning it was just me. And I just decided that I wanted to start alone, start by myself. I had a, like a small, relatively small launch. And um, I had a lot of clients already from my nutrition business. So that's what really helped to build up my brand because I went before I launched, I was planning to actually become a doctor and I did not oh think my that I was going to get into skincare. And that's why I wanted to uh, actually working my way towards becoming a naturopath. And I was finishing my nutrition degree and everything. And um, I was getting a lot of my clients saying, oh, you know, what, what do you use for your skin? You know, well, we're here talking about nutrition, and everything like I need good skincare products. And I was like, you know what, like, there's really no products that I really have loved, 
but I've been making these and I can give you some samples and, you know, like, just don't tell anybody because I don't want everybody asking me. And it kind of grew into this uh, demand that people started to um, ask me uh, to start making these products because they had seen such a difference in their skin. And that's when I started to do testing. And before I had even launched, I wanted to make sure that the products were effective. They did give results for all ages. So we did testing with, and everybody in the test group was just volunteer. And it was from the age of 15. I had people in there age 15, all the way to age 78. So it was a wide range, but that's before I even launched. And um, that's how it really, really came to begin is I just had this demand that started to increase people just started to ask me and they said your skin looks really good we knew you used to have acne and your skin didn't look so great <laughs> and now now it looks good it's like oh thanks guys <laughs> must be doing something right but that is really how um things started to get rolling so i and i'm really glad if i look back i mean when i look back i'm really glad i started that way um, based off of demand and just uh, knowing that there was a market for my products, because that has really led us to a lot of a lot of growth and success today, year twenty twenty one. So, <laughs> and and <laughs> so knowing that you had demand for the product, I mean, obviously that's like such a huge benefit. I mean much easier to sell products that people want to buy than products that you want them to buy. Uh, For sure. How did you end up growing the brand beyond your like initial connections or even your client base? Yeah. So I really started to get into, um, before I started my brand, I briefly mentioned I worked at, I don't know if I actually I even mentioned this, but I was working at one of the largest health food stores in Canada as a nutritionist there. And that is actually one of the reasons uh, that that added to me starting my skincare line. But I, that, and it's one of the ways I found that I just tried an exhaustive amount of natural skincare products because I had the ability people were giving me samples and we had just a just a large inventory of natural brands all, from all over the world really mainly North America and um I don't even know where I was going with that <laughs> um how you how you got yeah. it outside of your uh initial yeah. client base so I start when I start when I launched I also launched in this natural health food store and they had two stores at the time and now they have four but that really helped me to grow my brand locally I did a lot of demos and that really helped me to build up my customer base that way by just word of mouth and I found that me being there and backing up my products allowing people to try them and I would talk about them and you know what makes my products different from you know all these millions of other skincare brands. And um, that was definitely one way that really helped in the early stages of the launch to get the business more out there on a local level, Toronto level. And then um, what I started doing is of course, social media and um, a YouTube channel. So I started my YouTube channel and that is what really um, boosted our sales worldwide is um, just 
by me starting with that. And then of course, Instagram, but I would say the YouTube, my YouTube channel is um, what really did a lot for my business. Was YouTube like a, a bit of a weird strategy at the time? So what, what led you to doing YouTube? And also I feel like that was a little different than most brands in your space. Yeah. So what led me to do it? And for me, I always thought that, well, I always liked when brands had their, um, you know, creator or owner, uh, just being really down to earth and talking about the products and how they were made. And so I just thought it would be um, really effective marketing and important. It was just something I wanted to do. It's just to have more of a relationship with my customers to talk about my products because there's so much skincare products. There's so many natural skincare products now. It's crazy. And I just always thought, what is going to, you know, influence others to choose mine? And, you know, why should they choose mine over others? So that's what really influenced my YouTube uh, strategy and going into YouTube um, pretty headstrong in the beginning, I would say. Um, And another thing around uh, that I liked about YouTube is I was able to communicate to people, of course, all over the world um, over video. And I felt that was really powerful that people could know more of who I am and my personality Um, rather like over social media, it's a little bit harder. And I, at the time there was no Instagram TV and all that. So um, uh, yeah. And I honestly just wanted to start to share my research and findings, not only about um, skincare in particular, but about health, like just about really everything, like, you know, different foods I found that really helped my acne and um, you know, about skin types. So just like topics like that, that I was, you know, myself, like changed my life, like opened my eyes. I just wanted other people to be able to have that knowledge to help them on their journey with acne. So I feel like starting something like that would almost, uh, I don't, I don't know if this is true, but like give you back so much of like learning about what people are interested in, how you can market your products, like what makes sense to people when you talk about your product. Um, did that have a huge influence on you with, um, growing the brand online, like overall, and even iterating and evolving what you were doing? It really did. And, uh, at the time, you know, I wasn't even paid by YouTube or anything. And, uh, I was just doing it to get info out, but my subscriber base just started to grow. And, um, I just noticed that there was just a big demand for um, just more information along the area of acne. And of course, a lot of people just want to find relief for that. So I found that it was just super effective and it really helped um, build a relationship, I would say, with people who, because with skincare, it's difficult because, you know, you want to try the product, you want to smell it. And if it's oil, you know, oh, wow, I don't know, like about this product, I don't know how it's going to work for me. And so people are more inclined to want to try it before using it. Um, And before, um, like, it's become a lot more big, obviously, now for companies to sell online than when I started. (laughs) So I'm not that old, but it it wasn't (laughs) like super popular. People wanted to try the products first 
So I thought that building a relationship over YouTube would help with that. And it really did. And it continues to today. So what do you feel like looking back where some of the, or have been some of the biggest lessons that you've learned along the way, like about business, life, marketing could be anything. I feel like the relationship side of it is really interesting. Like most brand founders don't have, I mean, some do, but most don't have that direct of a line of communication with the people that they sell and market to and make products for. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say that I really learned not to put trust in to people who reached out to me in the beginning. So I had a lot of companies reach out to me to do events. Uh, I had one particular disaster in New York City, actually. Um, I'll just go over it briefly, but that's actually where I learned a lot. Um, you know, it just happens that way. You spend thousands of dollars and you figure it after, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Hello, should have listened to my gut. But I had been uh, invited to this small business show to get in front of, so they promised that we would all like small cosmetic beauty uh, companies that we would get in front of, you know, companies uh, like press, like Vogue, Netta Porter, we would get exposure to, um, you know, big beauty uh, companies like Goop and um, Free People, Urban Outfitters, like companies that were um, quite established. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I want to do this. I need to get out there. And marketing is so key, obviously. And um, especially with events, being able to meet and get contacts. So I had, you know, packed up everything, went to New York, and it ended up being a total scam. <laughs> nobody came. I mean, few people came off the street, but nobody in press or any of the people they promised, not even one person came. And it was just, and there was a ton of other beauty brands who were there. and you know, I, there was a girl who flew from Israel to get there. So I didn't even feel bad because I drove from Toronto. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> like I flew from Israel or Australia. There was people from Australia there. And I was just like, and it was two days. And I remember just talking to the girl beside me and she was from New York and she was like, this is like, a scam and I was like yeah no one's here like I'm getting everybody's name and info and there's just no one's like anybody that they said who were invited to come so that's when I really realized you know do your research you know anybody can say anything really so that's uh what really opened my eyes to just be more careful because when you start your business you know you're so excited and when someone reaches out to you and is like, oh, your business looks great. I found you on Instagram. You're like, oh, like, thank you so much. And, you know, you're more inclined to uh, jump on an offer. <laughs> and I was just, and not to say I didn't do my research or anything. I did and on, you know, this, they did a great job uh, with the photography and they had another event before and I knew people who went to the event. So, it, and they said it was great. So it was just, um, that is an insane experience. Yeah, it, it was. It, I've had a few of those, but that was the also worst. Also, like, probably pretty funny looking back now. Probably not oh, yeah. that funny during. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, not not that funny during, but pretty funny yeah, looking yeah. back. 
yeah, what, for sure. Yeah, that really. Advice, but advice. What type of advice do you have for people who are starting out brands now? Like looking back on that. Definitely, I would say starting out, focus your energy on YouTube, social media. That is really what helped me leverage and build my brand and work working with creators and influencers, like making sure I like to establish a relationship with people that I work with. So just, you know, not picking just anybody, picking somebody that works for you and your business. And then also listening to your gut because I, it's just, you just know, I don't know, you know, when you know, and I wish that I had listened to, you know, just my feelings more and um, just, I don't know. Yeah. My gut, just like listening to that little voice inside and not trying to compare yourself to other businesses. And that was one thing that my mission from the beginning was just to um, start organically, start small and grow that way. Of course, you know, my goal is to, you know, build my brand and become bigger. Uh, but uh, I just wanted it to be done right and well. And uh, I didn't want to get sucked into, um, how do I say this? Like when somebody reaches out to you and they're like, oh, you have the chance to, you know, get interviewed with Vogue and it, you know, just all of these, Netta Porter and all these high brands that I obviously would like my products to be in or be um, featured in. And um, sometimes in the beginning, you need to just, if someone reaches out to you and starts saying that, you just got to think, okay, I'm still, you know, is, is this my goal first off? And is this really, you know, seem legit? So yeah, just asking real, just being real with yourself. I don't know if that made sense. Yeah, but. that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, I think things that sound too good to be true are more often than not too good to be true. Yes, absolutely. Sad, sadly, I don't think there's very many shortcuts in life. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you have do you have any new products that you're coming out with or anything that you're excited for later this year? Like how often do you launch new products? Yeah. So I honestly, I was just actually thinking that today because I've been working <laughs> through like goals and achievements for 2021 and I really don't launch products very frequently. I really love to stick with, um, I guess my original lineup, my original collection for me, sourcing ingredients just takes so much time because I'm just so thorough with it and careful. And even just with formulating, obviously too, it just takes a lot of time. So I don't have frequent launches, but this year I actually have some things planned on the more uh, like not topical, but supplement side. So I'm hoping to create, well, I've already been working and creating a product that you can take internally for skin health. So that's something I've been really wanting to get into. And it's something that my, especially my YouTube community has been asking for, for a long time. So I've been working on that one and hoping to get that going this year. And then I have been working on um, a skincare product for uh, the eye area. So I've gotten a lot of questions again from my uh, committed customers and uh, subscribers to work on something for uh, under eye circles, puffiness. So that is something that I am excited to launch and launch this year. 
So That's so awesome. I love I love like how uh, involved you are with the communal aspect of developing new products and listening to people. I mean, it's so smart. Thank it's like, you. It's so it's so simple. I most people never do it. <laughs> It's so true. And I, it's so funny because I am just a type of person to overcomplicate things. But when I started Shelby Naturals, I just wanted to start it on just a simple ethos, just creating effective products that work. And in doing so, like just pouring um, all my knowledge into a product so people can get the best for what they pay for. I want to really, um, not really revolutionize, but just have uh, a really, um, how do I say this? I can't even talk, but like a simple product that is really effective and is affordable for people that they can use for their skin that will benefit on the inside and out. This will be a totally random last question. (laughs) Knowing how you've built the business and like how involved you are with the community side of things, and also that you don't launch products too often. It seems like you've built an amazing life structure. What is what are what are your typical days look like? Like, thank you so much. Yeah, you know I really have, and that was one of <laughs> <laughs> my motives at starting it. Is I just wanted to have a business that also revolved around obviously my passions and things that are important to me. So a typical day, I would say I wake up pretty early and I love to exercise. I actually found, I exercised right before we uh, had our meeting, had a quick shower (laughs) and got in there, but I love to exercise every day, usually in the morning. doesn't always work out that way with meetings and stuff, but, um, and then I get into uh, formulating in the studio, doing the orders working with my team. I have a few people who do like blog posts for me, uh, manage the website, manage the social media. Uh, And then I do actually spend a lot of time. I mainly manage uh, our social media and YouTube. So I'll have, depending on the day, I'll have a day where I film and um, I generally have someone edit the videos for me because I just don't have time to do that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's really, and then I, I love to go outside every day. Like I love to um, just make sure that I am taking care of myself. And um, I mean, this sounds cliche, but like my mental health, like it's just really important for me to be in a good place, to be motivated, to be healthy, to create the best product and to run an efficient uh, business basically. So just love to do things that I like. I also paint. So I love to uh, just make sure that I don't forget about, because in the beginning of the business, I didn't always have this much time. I was just working all the time and I just became sick and I realized this is not what I want um, my life to be like. And uh, I need to restructure this and also save some time for myself. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, congrats on everything. It was so good to meet you. And Thank you so much. To, to stay in touch. Bread receipt. Bread receipt. Bread receipt.